Hey friends, it's uh, Brendo from Perth FitFam, ready for another Perth FitFam live Instagram interview. Um, today we've got a good friend, uh, Shannon Daly, he is the local OCR champion, um, which is obstacle course racing, um, he's two times True Grit champion, so we're going to be discussing True Grit today. Um, how to how to prepare for it? It's coming in October, so how to perform your best, how to train for it going in, a little bit about what he does, um, which is going to be awesome. But just thanks to everyone who's been tuning into the uh, Instagram interviews. Like I've just been inundated with so many messages uh, of people who have been listening in and just really saying positive things about what we're doing. Uh, I thought it's an awesome opportunity to be able to connect. With, um, uh, with just a lot of people around the industry. I'm very lucky that uh, I, I get to um, have these conversations. And so really what these live interviews are, it's just a chance for you guys to be a fly on the wall for what I would normally do. I would... Don't allow, there we go. Sorry guys, I just got a notification up. Now, I'm just waiting for Shannon to join us. Shannon, I can see that you're on. Please request to enter the interview or I might be able to request you actually. Here we go. I'm going to request you. Whilst, whilst Shannon's coming on, guys, um, just a quick announcement. Uh, if you don't know already, uh, perthfitfam.com.au is live. It's a complete directory of all the fitness businesses within Perth. Oh, Shannon. Hey, bro. What's happening, dude? How are you? Good, bro. Yourself? I'm good, man. All right. So you are pitch black, bro. Uh, did you say mood lighting or good lighting? <laughs> I said good lighting. Oh, sorry, my bad. I'll fix it up. But <laughs> that's amazing. I, I thought that you legit that was going to be it the whole time, and I'm like, Shannon, you had one it's job. It's ruined it. Yeah, one job, and I ruined it. <laughs> you had one job. That's awesome, man. All right, I'm just going to put your details in here so people know what's going on. Um, two times, um, true grit champion. I'm just going to leave that there. Done. All right, Shannon. So, you and me are good mates. We get to catch up quite a bit. And so, first of all, let's um, let's just set it up so people know what we're chatting about. So, obviously, um, you're now an ambassador for True Grit Australia and they're coming to Perth. Um, And you're doing some really awesome things at the moment. So, you've obviously popped up. Um, with Fit College, uh, with the uh, with the Jay Porter brand, um, yeah. I know Tor- Torsion Bars there on the live feed now as well. So guys, give us a shout out below. That would be awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, you, so we can set you up and let people know, I guess, your background. So first of all, how did you start in fitness, like or, or, or OCR? Like how did the journey begin? Um, so really, just from a young age, like fitness wasn't fitness. It was really just what you did. You just I remember like running to school, running to my mate's house, you know, running here, running there. Um, and early on, I was a sort of state level soccer player back in New Zealand. Um, okay. So back then, it wasn't, like I say, it wasn't anything I did to be in the fitness industry or anything like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, sort of played, played a reasonable level of soccer over there, never really took it too seriously. Um, played second in the 4K road race in New Zealand in the juniors. Um, mm-hmm. And then sort of hit that teenage teenage years and decided that it wasn't really wasn't really that cool to do anymore and partying was uh, much easier. Um, yeah. And then uh, sort of still keep reasonably fit. Moved to Australia about uh, nine years ago to Perth. 
Um, yep. And then started playing soccer again, uh, just down at Armadale Soccer Club there. Um, played that for four or five years. That kept, uh, kept me pretty busy. And mm-hmm. um, then the old kids came along and injuries started happening. I think they start to call that the uh, indication of old age. And, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, just started. Uh, I did the first um, Tough Mudder in Perth here. I um, really enjoyed yeah. it. It was just something, something, just the, just the sort of outdoor lifestyle always suited me. Like I lived on a farm back in New Zealand for a while. So just being outdoors always really suited me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, did the first Tough Mudder here. Enjoyed that. Um, did the first Spartan that was here. I think it was 24. When, just on Tough Mudder for a second. We'll, we'll go back a little bit. First of all, how, yeah. old, how old are you now? 34. Talked about old age. 34. Okay, so similar, similar sort of age. I'm, I'm, I'm yet to have those injuries, so lucky. So, so 34, still hitting your prime. Um, now, Tough Mudder. Um, let's touch on this before you go any further, because obviously you're an exceptional obstacle course racer now. What was your first Tough Mudder experience like? Oh, look, I was very green. I didn't know what to expect. Um, yeah, I sort of started later on in the packs and stuff like that and just really enjoyed, the, enjoyed it more so than raced it. Um, mm-hmm. I still did it solo because none of my mates were crazy enough to come along. Um, and Tough Mud has got electricity in it, so that was uh, something else to experience. But yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard mixed reports about the electricity with the Tough Mudder. <sighs> yeah, it stopped me doing another one. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, actually, I shouldn't say mixed reports. I've heard kind of one-way reports on, <laughs> on the electricity yeah. there. Yeah. Um, okay, so 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 to go back onto what you were doing, so you you did your first Tough Mudder, and then from there. Yeah, so then after that, uh, I think about six months later or a year later, they had the Spartan here, and I signed up for the sprint, which is seven kilometres. And back then, for me, that was that was a fairly decent distance, something to push myself. Um, and I ended up placing 14th overall, and I'm, I was sort of, yeah, I thought it was all right. And I was like, oh, maybe I could take this a little bit further. Um, so I started sort of training for it a bit more. Um, and at that stage, um, I'd sort of started getting back into the gym a little bit. Um, I couldn't run so often. I had um, some. I had a back injury. I had a protruding disc in L4, L5. Um, mm-hmm. So I could only really run twice a week. So to go to the gym was just something to keep me busy. Um, but then, yeah, I went over to Victoria and did a trifecta weekend over there, which is the, all three races over one weekend. So 7, 14, and 21. And yep. uh, placed, placed fifth overall over there. So at Crazy. that stage, I was like, okay, um, I can probably do something with this and, you know, really enjoyed it and, that's that's so cool, man. And um, so since then, now you're a two-time True Grit champion, right? Yeah. So and they're both Perth. Yeah, that was both Perth. Yeah, I've never done um, apart from enduro, which we'll probably touch on later. Um, mm. I've never done a True Grit outside of Perth, unfortunately. Well, I'm so glad that you just mentioned it because that's actually in my notes, and that's exactly what I want to touch on. <laughs> so we're talking about your journey, but now I want to talk about your craziest OCR story. And mm-hmm. I don't want people who are watching who are going to be doing True Grit for the first time, I don't want them to be scared by this because this, you know, this, is, <laughs> no, no, this, this is the elite of the elite. But um, So I'll set it up, but I'll let you take it from there. So yeah, last, sure. sorry, where are, what month are we into? This year, um, in June, you went to Sydney and you completed a 24-hour non-stop obstacle course race. Now I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, firstly, uh, firstly, I'll probably will go back. It's not really for the elite of the elite, and that's probably the thing that does scare a lot of people. Mm. Probably 90 80-90% 90 of the field are just people that just want to go and test themselves and give, give it a go and just see what they can do. 
Um, so in terms of that, you don't really need to be elite. You just need to be a little bit crazy. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So obviously, um, I got chatting with one of my good friends, Rich Basin, and he started talking about it and I sort of got a little bit of FOMO and I thought, like, I always, I always like signing up for races that I'm not really sure that I can do. Like, I mean, I know yep. I, can, I can sign up for a half marathon. I know I can do a half marathon. I know I can do a marathon. That doesn't really interest me. I like yep. signing up for stuff that I'm not really sure that I can do. Okay. Um, so I signed up about six months before and, yeah, started training for it and uh, just started doing some really dumb training, just some really uncomfortable stuff to get ready for it. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. What's the uncomfortable stuff that you did to get started or to get ready um, so- for this 24-hour race? So the race is, um, it's the True Grit course in Sydney, which is an 11K loop, 30 obstacles. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you say, nonstop for 24 hours. And, and people choose to do whatever they want to do. You can, you can sleep, you can not sleep. But for me, I, I like to obviously compete. So there was yeah. no, no sleeping for me. Is that the pug? Yeah. Shush pug. Uh, yeah, it is. Sorry, guys. I've got Ronnie. I've got the famous pug. He's sitting next to me now. I'll get him to, <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. I'm surprised that you could hear him. I should have watched Charlie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so training for that really, for me, just included, um, once I started getting a little bit more better at obstacle course racing, I realized that if you want to win the races, it's about running. Um, Most people, especially guys, are usually strong enough to do the obstacles. You know, they're strong enough to get over walls and stuff like that. But it's about running and about getting distance in your legs. So I started doing a lot more running, a lot more volume. I think my biggest week leading up to Enduro was 90K running and then obviously still fitting in the gym work and stuff like that. How would you split up 90K over a week, just out of curiosity? Uh, I really just listen to my body a lot. So uh, there's usually at least one long run on the weekend. Um, yep. And then sort of like, yeah, three or four sort of 15K runs during the week or something like that. Yep. Okay. Um, now, um, that's getting ready for the, I mean, that's getting ready for the 24 hour. So tell us about mm-hmm. the story about when you were actually on the course. Oh, and Trav's on, by the way. Ah, Trevor. Hey, Hey, buddy. Hey, Trev. We'll get Trevor away. Trev Trev joined us for one of our training exercises up here, so I hope he's recovered all right. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. We'll we'll chat about that as well. I think it's very important to let people know, like, what what you've got going on as well. So we'll definitely get back to that at the end, Um, which, and that looked awesome. Um, So during the 24 hours, so you're prepped up, you've gone over. Tell us about your experience actually on the 20, actually on the 24 hour race. Yeah, so it's it's kind of weird. Just you don't really know what to expect. Um, we were very lucky with the weather. So things you have to 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 possibly wear. I mean, wetsuit at some stages. I mean, the the year before they um, they were they were tents floating away. There was that much flooding. Oh um, wow! The, the year before that, there was actually uh, ice on the on the water obstacles. So there's a couple of yep. water crossings. So people are actually breaking through ice to get through these things. Um, so you really have to turn up with everything, wetsuits, um, multiple layers of thermals, wetsuit socks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were, we were very, very lucky this year. It was pretty much the perfect condition. So as far as that went, I got pretty lucky. Um, I was reasonably unlucky. I was pretty injured on the way leading up to it. So I turned into a uh, light core wearing cyclist for a while <laughs> and, took, and took great pleasure of taking the piss out of them as much as possible. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so out on the course, I mean, things went pretty well for me uh, for the first sort of 10 or 11 hours. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in a, in a single day, that's the most running I've ever done, let alone chucking in the obstacles and stuff like that. But um, yep. I was sitting yeah, I was sitting pretty about 10 hours in, and then I started having problems with my right leg um, in the ITB and, and the knee there. And that mm-hmm. just sort of rendered me, rendered me useless from running down hills for a bit, which was fine because 10 hours in, everyone's got something going on anyway. 
Yeah. But then after the next lap, I was pretty much down to a walk, um, which kind of kind of annoyed me because I just find walking really stupid. <laughs> like, I'd, yeah. I'd rather just run somewhere. And it would have been pretty stressful, especially you know, when you'd usually have more in the tank and you're a competitor like yourself that you've actually got to back off and walk, um, which I can imagine would have um, been a mental challenge within itself. Um, now, the story I want to know, I want to know about, I want to know about the tanks. Tell us, tell <laughs> us the tank going. story. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know where I'm going. So, I mean, obviously, uh, obviously, after a few hours, you, you're sleep deprived. You're eating all these uh, high sugar foods. You, you know, doing pits and drops when it comes to energy and stuff. But it's about four o'clock in the morning, and I was I was walking through a, a paddock. There's about a, a paddock out the back, and by this time, the fog had kind of rolled in. So, if you can imagine driving with your high beam on when you're driving with the fog, and it kind of just lights up your lights up your face a little bit. Um, so at one stage I was walking along and I sort of woke up and I was sort of 20 or 30 metres to the right of where I was when I last remembered. So I'd actually fallen asleep while I was walking. Yep. So that was sort of the first You fell asleep when that, you were walking? Yeah, yeah. So that was sort wow. of the first indication that things were starting to go wrong with the, uh, yep. with the, with the top two inches. But uh, yeah, yeah, the one yeah. that you're referring to is, um, so on the course they had, because it's actually, it's actually a, a, a world champ uh, race. So there's prize money and... Um, and all that sort of stuff for it. So um, they had these uh, young military boys. Yeah, two of them on every single, um, two of them on every single obstacle, just to make sure people aren't cheating and stuff like that. Um, yep. But I'm out. I'm out the back in this farm. There's cows, so they obviously the cows' eyes are lit up like like devils and stuff <laughs> like that. But I'm walking along and I look up, and I just see what I at the time thought were army tanks and skirmish vehicles <laughs> and uh, things set up. Um, and at, at the time, it was completely legitimate. There was no, you know, oh, I just thought, these guys are taking this pretty serious. Maybe they're using it as a training exercise. But uh, yep. on the next lap, uh turned out it was just some grey rocks with some moss on it. That's so crazy. That 24-hour race, you know, you're 12 hours deep into it or, or uh, 14 hours deep into it, and you start getting visions, and you just got to keep on going. Um, yeah. So... Again, that's like extreme. So if someone's on here now and they're kind of like, what is this OCR? Don't be like, like that's, that's, that's a 24-hour that's a race. That's a big race. Um, but one thing I will mention is, and I'm going to call it now, um, next year the 24-hour race falls on my 34th birthday and Shannon and I are going to go over together and we're both going to complete the 24-hour race together. So that's awesome. Which I'm excited for. It's a good way to turn 34. Um, a couple of mentions. Hopefully you get there. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, okay, just a couple of quick mentions. We've got Mark Daniels um, on, who is our fantastic, spectacular amputee racer. So, Mark, giving you a quick shout-out. We've got Shawnee Dion, who just got back from... Um, where did he get back Excuse from? Me. Iceland? Thirsty. Are you having a beer? We'll chat about this in a second, too. Awesome. Marky D is going to be there, too. So, it's going to be awesome. Um, and also, if you're on now watching live, make sure to um, give us a bit of emojis, give us some love, use the arrow to share and let people know that we're live. All of that stuff helps. But let's delve back into this with Shannon. Um, okay, so we've talked about your 24 hours. Um, yep. And just to, just to finish that off, getting to the end of the 24 hours, what did it take and how did it feel? Uh, look, at, at the time, like you say, when I was down to a walk, it was it was just... I was pretty gutted to stop running, but uh, there's so many people out there that were struggling more than myself. Um, like I, mm. I could still walk. There were guys there that were literally just shuffling, dragging legs. I mean, 
obviously, as you mentioned before, Mark Daniels, um, an adaptive athlete. And yep. he, he's, he's missing missing half a leg and he's out there doing yeah. it, not whinging, not complaining. So, you know, every time I'd go past guys like that, um, you know, just just kept you going. Like, you know, these guys are still out here. Yeah, sure, I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do, but you're there for one day. It's one day of your life, so. And that's part of it. Hey, man, that's like part of the achievements of doing it and the obstacles that you've got to overcome to be able to do it. Yeah. So um, anyway, next year we'll give it a crack and we'll make sure that we're in some good shape and you can carry me to the finish line. Done. I've, um, got, a few, I've got a few trails sorted out for you, mate. Don't worry about that. Awesome. I love it. I'll be in condition. Um, now, so what I want to move to is for the people that are watching, we want to help them become the best versions of their self for True Grit. So True Grit is coming, or the Enduro we've posted, the 24-hour long weekend, which they've put. The, what, um, what weekend again was True Grit in Perth? Uh, we are October 27th, 28th, I believe. Uh, so October. If, if, if True Grit's still on, can you please... Um, put it in the comment but it is going to be over two days and yeah I think you're right I think it's the 27th and the 28th um, this is going to be I believe the only um, OCR race or, or obstacle course race here in Perth um, yep. and I did my first ones last year um, and it was some of the best experiences of my life so same as you I started off with a 7k um, I then did a 12 hour and then I did a 21k <laughs> two days two days later just jump right in. Jumped, jumped right in. Um, and it was awesome. It literally was one of the most fun of my life. So, um, and, and I can't recommend it enough. And True Grip being the only one here, I'm saying to everyone, hey, go. Like, in yeah. Perth, so isolated, we just don't get this stuff off and really take the opportunity to do it. So, yeah. I want you to give us some tips on how can these people best train up to become the best versions of themselves for True Grip. Yeah, um, so I think the first thing to mention is that this year is the first year that True Grit are offering a five-kilometre race. So I, when I talk to a lot of people, the first thing they say is, oh, but I can't do 11 kilometres running. Firstly, you can. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I quite often say, look, if, if I rung you up and told you there's a meteor coming and you have to run 11 kilometres away, you'll get there eventually. But um, yep. yeah, just to make people more involved there, they've got a five-kilometre course, so there's, uh, that, there's that option now. Um, but yeah, if you, obstacle course racing is really good for that sort of thing, just involvement. There, there really is so many different ways you can train for it. Um, I mean, the, probably the best thing you can do at the moment is just get out on the, on the Perth trails, uh, just go for a run. But um, yeah, the, mm -hmm. the Perth trails at the moment are just amazing. Like the wildflowers are not to get a little bit too deep and emotional, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really stunning. I mean, I'm obviously out here now. Um, I came out yep. a little bit earlier. I mean, that's Perth City behind me. I watched the moon come up uh, just over there waiting for you to cook your, your Thai green curry. Um, yeah, I know. I didn't get to finish it either. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, it was no. too hot. It's still there. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, definitely definitely out on the trails. Um, Perth Trail Series have uh, some races coming up over summer, so have a look at those. That's that's basically how I got into running uh, trails in Perth. It's a, it's a fun, <laughs> safe way to do it, but... Uh, Trails WA website also gives you a lot of information on where to find trails in Perth, wherever you are. Yeah, I'll put that, by the way, when I, this is going to go out to SoundCloud and iTunes tomorrow. So I'm going to put the links to all this stuff within there that people can check out. So I'll, I'll, And I'm also going to tag in um, the Perth Trail Series, um, yeah, cool. which is also an, an event that you, that you run in, that people can do this regularly as a, as a local, not as an obstacle course race, but as a trail, as, yeah. as trail running. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I do. Um. So obviously the trail running, but um, as far as gym work goes, I mean, your standard gym work. I I train a, a F45 um, at LCBD. Um, I find that works works really well for me. Just the cross training. Um, mm -hmm. I, I specifically don't need to do massive strength work. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean anything, anything really. Um, Anything just gets you ready for, for like a true good race. Depending, depends as to what, how you're trying to do and what you're trying to do it for. Yeah, exactly. I, and, and just to let people know, I, um, I obviously do CrossFit for the people that already follow me and know that's my jam. I do quite a bit of other training when I'm on the road, but CrossFit's my beast. And yeah. I, was, I was fully prepared um, as well as I could have been um, for the other races that I did purely by doing CrossFit. So by, you know, I'm, I'm talking like rope climbs, going over monkey yeah. bars, um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all this sort of stuff. And I was ready to go solely off CrossFit. The only thing which I did to change my training was I actually started running. Like the same thing which I do for um, HBF or anything yep. where leading into it, I'll back off a little bit of heavy weight and I will focus more so on longer distance running. So I'll do like 12K runs um, just to make sure that my knees are conditioned. Um, the only thing which I would offer as a recommendation for someone who's not an OCR racer is do some get get some trail shoes, do some trail running yes, because 100%. it's it's very it's very different on your knees and your um and your ankles. That's the only thing yeah. which I'll say. Yeah, shoes are quite important. I've seen quite a few people turn up with their Nike Zooms or um, yeah. Metcons or whatever, and uh, yeah, you don't you don't make, tend to make it up the hills very well. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, okay, so training. Um, you can do anything. You do F forty five. You do a bit of hill running. We're gonna post links for people to be able to do that. Um, which is awesome. Now, talking about a beginner's first race, what can they expect going into True Grit as, as a first-timer? Um, yeah, you, I mean, really, you can just expect to have a lot of fun, really. Um, the obstacles really aren't as gnarly as people seem to think. Like, um, mm. you know, they're all doable, especially if you're in a team environment. They're all doable. There's lots of mud, uh, lots of crawling, lots of like nets and stuff like that but as i say they're all very doable they're all very achievable and look mm -hmm. at the end of the day if it's something that you're scared of like so some people might have a phobia of water so you can either choose to conquer that phobia with your friends mm -hmm. or you can just you can just walk around it it doesn't matter it's it's a real kind of sort of just get out there and have a good time sort of obstacle course race um and then you've obviously got the other end of the people like myself and hopefully you're in the in the, in the starting <laughs> I will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be there. Which brings me to a quick question um, before, we, before I cut you off there. What day are you racing? Saturday, 8.30. Okay, cool. So that means I'm, I'm, that means I'm racing Saturday at 8.30. That's good. Done. Okay, so the ball, so, so yeah, beat Brando. Um, I think we're going to have a competition, by the way. Anyone who beats me, you go in the chance to win. I don't know, we're going to put up some money or we're going to do something or there's going to be something. So anyway, trying to beat me, it's going to be good fun. Um, okay, so for the serious people, what was your tip going to be? Because I need it. <laughs> <laughs> serious people. Uh, you should be out here in the hills with me right now, man, training. <laughs> uh, uh, no, just uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely trail running. If you, want it, if you want it to be fast, if you want to be quick at uh, True Grit, it's... Running in the hills, lots of yeah, lots of trails. Awesome, it's going to be good fun. Um, all right, now uh, there's going to be teams and individuals. What's your recommendation? Because you'll be running as an individual, I'll be running as an individual. What's um, yep. except these these events are extremely popular and fun for teams. Um, and so, what's your advice for people looking at going individual or teams? 
as in like which which is, what should they do or individual advice what should yeah or? what what should they do what would be your advice on on pros and cons of either way uh look individual obviously you kind of get that accomplishment of just doing something by yourself like it's very sort of primal you know you've got a you've got a point a you've got a point b you've got to get to it um you've got that sense of achievement that you've done something you've yeah you've conquered something by yourself but um i mean that's that's my sort of that's my sort of jam that's how i kind of like to sort of live life i've sort of figured out what i was going to do and i, and I accomplished it but a lot of people mm-hmm. would just like to go out and have a good laugh and, and i'm still up for that as well like I'm, I'm hoping to do it um in a team later in the afternoon with someone else as well i'm just trying to line oh cool up. yep um but yeah i mean a lot of with the team you're just gonna you're just gonna have a good time you just you're probably gonna stick around and have a few sangrias afterwards and and have something to talk about for months and months and months and, and just get muddy and i mean you can make team shirts and come up with funny names and you know all that sort yeah. of stuff so yeah get heaps of pics for instagram they're always good pics yeah gotta do it for the gram tag, um, tag perfect fam in it. tag always always tag perfect fam <laughs> all right man i think that's pretty cool i think that's awesome i think that's everything which i wanted to cover um now um before we go there's important things that i want to chat about you so first of all if somebody wants to sign up um i'll just mention true grit um, when you sign up, um, you can either use FitFam15 to get 15% mm-hmm. off, or Shannon, you have a code as well? Yeah, I do. So it's Dally15, so D-A-L-L-Y 15. Dally15. So you, go, you can go check out Shannon's page, check out PerfectFam, sign up. Um, I want to definitely stress, guys, like my passion is Perth and the Perth fitness scene, and we're so isolated and it's so hard to bring stuff here. Like this is legit the only obstacle course race yeah. coming to Perth. So jump on it, like, don't wait till next year. And I'm not doing a sales pitch. I'm giving you, like, actual <laughs> insights um, that if we don't support this stuff, it doesn't come. Um, and it's very hard for these guys to bring it. Um, so enjoy it whilst it's here, man. They're so much it's fun. A, it's 100% right. And that's, like you say, that we, True Grid is the only one left because of the numbers of people not signing up for the other ones that were here. So. Yeah, and that was so good. And the numbers, the numbers were actually okay, but that, like they need to yeah. be big to make it viable yeah. for these guys. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, let's do it. Um, is there anything? Um, no, I want you to mention what you did the other night, and if somebody wants to get help with their OCR training, what's Bulldog OCR, and what are you offering? Yeah, so we we started uh, myself and the same friend Richard Basin. We started a, a group called um, Bulldog Bootcamp. Well, we called it Bulldog Bootcamp now because um, a lot of people didn't know what the term OCR was. But um, we kind of started it out of necessity, uh, getting ready for things like enduro. So think of like a like an outdoor boot camp uh, on steroids. Um, so most of them will be more than more than two or three hours long, um, mm-hmm. and most of them most of them are in the bush on the trails. So um, the other night, as we were talking about Travis before, we did one uh, just where I am now. Um, yeah. Uh, and that lasted just a touch under six hours. Mm. Um, and it's a circuit of like a, a, a mix of trail running, um, circuits, um, and just dragging heavy stuff around. So, And so it's really going to get you prepared for the obstacle course races. So um, I'm going to do some training with Shannon. Um, guys, I really highly recommend, um, and, this, and again, it's, it's not a sales pitch. Like if, if you want to get better at this, not many people are offering ways in Perth to do that. So... Get in contact with Shannon. Um, check out our Bulldog Boot Camps. I'm going to get onto it. Make sure you jump on True Grit. Um, Shannon, any last thing that you want to pop in? Um, no, just sign up, guys. Um, 
a lot of people ask me, what can I do to get ready for it? Just sign up. Uh, I mean, you've only got four weeks, so um, once yeah. you sign, you, you'll start training. You've got something to commit for. You've got something to get out of bed for. You've got a purpose for the day. So just sign up and you'll, I promise you'll enjoy it. Awesome, man. That's so good. Thank you so much for that, bro. Enjoy the rest of your beer. I no love worries, it. Bro. Yeah, cheers. Not much left. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> shout, out, shout, out, shout out to little creatures. Keep it local. L- little creatures. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Take it easy. See ya. See ya. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and thanks for Shannon to be a part of it. Like I said, I'm, I'm like so passionate about Perth fitness scene and the importance of being able to bring this stuff. Um, like jump onto it. Like, guys, these are literally some of the best days I've, I've had. Um, and I'm not an extreme OCR guy. Um, I'm really excited for what True Grit's going to bring. I heard really great things about them last year. So check it out. Um, if you can, give this a share. There should be an arrow there. Let people know about these interviews. They're going on SoundCloud. They're going on iTunes. If there's anyone you think who would be awesome to interview, let me know. Give us some love. Like, share, comment, all that good stuff. I've got a curry sitting up there, so I am out. See you later.